On this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast, we talk about when the big boy slips. Also, we talk about the Bethesda Microsoft acquisition finally going through. What do we think of all that? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. <laughs> Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Esparza. And... Gentleman Joe Ramirez. Welcome back to another week of Third Party Controller Podcast, the podcast you come to for all your video game information, news, tips, tricks, all that good stuff. Before we get started with the usual, I'm here to say that, you know, I realized something today, guys. I realized something that I'm ashamed of. Today, what we're recording is episode 310, right? 310. Our episode, our most recent episode is episode 309, and that came out every Wednesday. We always come out every Wednesday. What was Wednesday? March 10th. March 10th. And what was that? Oh, what was today's yeah. episode? 310. I didn't realize it till today that we could have had a Mario episode on the actual Wednesday on March 10th for episode 310. Yeah, way to fuck that up, Jesse. I failed you all. I fucked it all up. Huh? I don't even want to do this anymore. No? Are you retiring? Mm Mm-hmm. Are you retiring from the world of entertainment? Yeah. We lost a legend here. But... Anyway, I realized that today, and that kind of sucked. I was like, "Fuck!" I didn't notice, so that that, that sucked. But anyway, Joe, what what are you? No one sees this right now, but you are uh, uh, showing something you are currently drinking on today's podcast. What are you drinking, Joe? I am drinking Road Rage on the four hundred five, uh, a double West Coast style India Pale Ale by. Paperback writer, paperback, paperback writer. Just sure, man. Can you read my book? Paperback, yeah. Took me years to write. Can you take a look? What? (laughs) Oh, Joe, 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 Joe. Let's get on with this show. What about you, Bethel? Are you drinking anything? Are you are you drinking anything? Or did you drink something? How about no filler, all stuffing? That's just delicious. Anyway, guys, let's get to it. Beto. Hey, suffer. Hey. I didn't really, I didn't really, <laughs> I haven't really played anything new. I was playing uh, some more Yakuza, but I haven't really played much this week other than Madden because I, I fucked my back up. What? Are you okay? Yeah. You hurt? How'd you hurt your back? I tripped. <laughs> At I work? tripped and oh. I felt something like kind of 
terror in my lower back. Oh shoot! And I was fine. I went home. I was is that what happened at work? I went, I came home. I just chilled, watched TV for a bit. When I got back up to go to to go to bed, like I couldn't, I could, like it, I felt like pain, and I was like, oh, damn, that sucks. And it was fine. I went to bed, woke up. I couldn't get out of bed for like an hour. Oh shit! Yeah, it's fucking bad. I don't know. I gotta go to the doctor. When was this? This was on it happened on Tuesday, Wednesday. I went to work and then I started. I worked for like thirty minutes. I was like, yeah, I can't do this. I came home. Uh, Thursday felt a little bit better, and then today I took a hot shower. Like, oh, this feels good. Like, you know, you heat it up and stuff, mm-hmm. get your back warm. And then uh, I got out. I changed. I fucking pulled my zipper up. And I, I don't know how. You but cut your penis in there. I pulled my zipper up and it fucking, my back popped and I got stuck, like bent forward. Oh shit. For like fucking five minutes. I could not move. So I, I don't know. Did you trip at work? Yeah. So you on work men's comp and stuff? Uh, my manager's kind of a little bitch. I don't think he's put anything up, but I'm going to fucking make him fucking. Oh yeah, they need to. Yeah. 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 You better get checked out. Cause that doesn't sound good, man. Yeah, dude. It's fucking bad. So did you hear like a pop or a twinge when you're, uh, when you're, if, when... you know, when you, have you ever done squats and you kind of feel like little tears on your knee a little bit? Mm-hmm. You're yeah. Feeling... It was kind of like that, but on my right side of my lower back and it was fine. And I was like, Oh, whatever. I didn't think anything of it. Just, just real quickly, just wanted to know if you heard a boing. <laughs> no, that's no. She almost spit no. out her drink right now. <laughs> <laughs> she was so close to spitting out her drink. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, I just felt that like that little tear, and then uh, hopefully something major. You need to get seen though. Huh? You need to get seen. Yeah. <laughs> like soon, bro. Yeah. I'm going to go. I mean, I can't go until Monday. My doctor's not up until Monday. Mm. But I, uh, yeah, I just felt that little terror. It didn't fucking hurt at all. Uh, I finished my shift that day. Fucking right, like about nine o'clock. I tried to get out of the couch and it hurt, but it wasn't that bad until the following morning. It it was just real bad. So, Hopefully yeah. over the weekend with some rest, it'll maybe loosen up and you can at least just match I think for... resting it is making it worse it's weird uh, when, when, like I've had back issues too and sometimes it does uh, ice is always good one thing I've always noticed is like for back shit like ice has always helped Over- it's at least just yeah for me I mean really? you can go back and forth but I really like when my back is jacked up I generally go ice there's always arguments for both yeah I but... say I hear like alternating is, is really good that's what I've heard too but oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I remember icing the shit out of my back a lot of the times when, when yeah. that went, when happened to me. Because yeah. I had a, I had a thing happen where I didn't even I got up out of a, at work. I got it, it started a really long thing, but I got out of work out of my chair, and I just kind of like you, I didn't really feel like a, a twinge, but I was just like, oh, I was like I felt my back, uh, like I just felt it. And then like as the day went on, I was like, oh, something's really up. And then like by the end, before the end of the day, like towards the end of the day. I I was like I can't fucking walk and, and I was at work and then I had a, a pretty much had to like lay down and one of my coworkers like just like pretty much dug his elbow into my back to loosen it up and I was able to drive home and then like I got out of the car 
and it took me like like you've seen where i used to live in santa paula right yeah it took me like like 10 minutes to get from my car in the driveway into the house yeah it dude. was like holy shit and yeah and i and i that, that led to me being out for like a week and then i had all kinds of like problems after that too but yeah they back back shit's no joke man yeah like yeah i've, I've never experienced this much uh back pain ever like i've hurt my back here and there like lifting stuff but it's like it's nowhere near is this, this this painful i've never felt this before like i don't i hope it's not but i don't think it's like a pinched nerve or a, or a slip disc because it's they say like usually with that type of injury it's like a you feel like a numbness in your limbs and stuff in your legs yeah. so it's, i don't feel that it's just pain but i'm that, the strain that came for me when i had my back issue that came months later like i got over the initial back thing and then i started developing sciatica and then it was one year i think it was two when was that god it was just one year in general like i was like for the entire like i almost i had four epidurals in one year Damn. and like the doc like the last one he was like you know if this doesn't work we might have to like you know take surgery and luckily the last one like took and then i rehabbed and i haven't had like major issue since but it's still like like some mornings i'll get up and then like and just during the day i'll like get up and all of a sudden like i'll turn it and i'll just you'll hear me go because oh! <laughs> it's just like oh shit yes yeah. like, what's that it's like it just be like a crazy little pain what was it that you had for me it was a uh it was pretty much um a bulging disc that's all it ended up being yeah, and then they, they always scare you because like my doctor was like, oh, you have degenerative disc disease, and I'm like, oh my god, what does that mean? You know, I got all scared. But then in, in the end, like I, I read it, it was like, eh, it's just it's like you have a bulging disc, and for me, it just it hurt. Like I had, I remember it got to a point that year where I had numbness, like I had numbness in my feet and my legs, mm. I had tingling, I couldn't sleep, like I would I had nerve pain basically, where like. I, I had, I mean, no joke that year, there were nights where I cried at night because I couldn't sleep. Like it just, I could feel it constantly. I had to like wrap myself in positions to try to sleep. And then, uh, and then I just like, it led to me like, uh, back then doctors, some doctors would fucking prescribe painkillers, like nothing. Yeah. So that year, like the doctor basically gave me like two 60 pill refills of Vicodin. Mm -hmm. Which led to me like having a fucking Vicodin issue for a while. Were you telling me that like you were fucking taking shit to like and you don't feel anything? I took like I didn't realize how much, but yeah, I think I was at like eight to ten a day. I remember and, you. And telling that me was that. just to fucking take the edge off, like. It, it, yeah. But then like I I would read about stuff and people would be like, it probably wasn't even the pain. Like it was, it got to the point where like you just thought you needed them. Yeah. Because I remember at the very end I had a therapist i went in one day just in so much pain and he was just like i was like man i can't and then he just like what are you doing i was like i take this he's like stop taking those he's all take four advil and, and just keep to do that for a little bit and just just like let it help and then when you feel a little bit better come back and i did that and then basically the only reason i stopped taking them was because i ran out of refills <laughs> so i had to basically like kind of like we I had no choice yeah and then, like, when I stopped taking it after, like, a couple weeks, I was like, you know, it don't hurt that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember you telling me that, like, how, how bad it got. I was like, fuck. That's, like, that's... And I remember I you told me that, and then, like, a couple years later, I, that's when I actually first hurt my back. It wasn't that bad. And then I went to the doctor, and then the doctor was like, uh, 
I'm gonna give you this. Um, it's naproxen. It's pretty much like and mild. Yeah, it's it's very. He's like, I didn't know what that was, and she goes, I'm giving the proxen. Uh, and I was like, I don't want to take anything like crazy because I don't, I don't want to. I was like, I don't want to take another narcotics or anything. Yeah. And she goes, Oh no, don't worry about it. It's it's like you can get this over the counter. I was like, Okay, because I remember you telling me that. I was like, I don't want to yeah. fucking be, <laughs> be doing that shit either. I I don't. Yeah, I was taking like two different kinds. I was taking like uh, I noticed Vicodin, and then there was even like hydrocodone, mm-hmm. which is kind of similar. They're basically it's like almost like oxycodone basically. But I couldn't take those because those fucking things made me puke. <laughs> like I'd take one and then just get like, oh On shit. Or anything. I just got nauseous. Really? Like, oh, yeah, wow. I would get really bad nauseous from taking that shit. Yeah. Yeah, because I've taken like just regular like Exedrin migraine stuff like on an empty stomach and that fucking makes me throw up because it's like, it just fucking, it's all that shit, whatever's in it. It just like agitates your stomach and I just throw it all up. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I played. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> shit. Dude. Real, I've been real. suffering. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it for me. By you, Joe Tuffle. Uh, really, Madden's really been like that's been what I've been doing. Um, just what do you call it? Just playing, uh, playing that. Um, I mean. Uh, God, I don't even know how many leagues I'm in right now. But I found myself a. Uh, I found myself You're a, still a adding more leagues? No, no. Well, like I, I took some up, but then I replaced them. So. God uh, damn, Joe. Series X league now. Is it? It just so it just came to Game Pass. So I'm in a Series X league, which I've been wanting to do a next gen league. So I have one of those, like a, like a full one. And uh, I don't even know. Actually, this one is even full. It's a funny story, and this is all about how great he is. I came onto the league recently, and then uh, I was looking at their storyline, and basically, like on or their Discord, and basically at one point, not long ago, these guys had this league, and like they basically, they were like, "Hey, we're simming things, and we're trying to get you guys wins or do this or this or that," and it wasn't getting. Basically, the whole sim wasn't working for them, so it was like, "What the hell's going on?" And something happened, and basically they were like, "Yeah, we've contacted EA, EA support." You know how this is gonna go and they're like yeah there's basically nothing they can do so like there's an actual message there that goes like in in february that's like well guys we're gonna close the league and like basically like, it can help us so we're shutting down we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys in 22 and that's it and then the next message is like two weeks later and it's like well it's fixed apparently <laughs> like the whole franchise got fixed what? And yeah, so they basically lost their entire like all the play base, all the all the users left, like half more than half of them left, and now they're trying to build it again. Like, and even they were like, like I don't even know how long it's gonna last because they were just like, well, we may go a season or two if people wanna like if we can build it up. And but they were like, yeah, they lost like half their their people, and it was like, fuck, that sucks. So again, it's like these little bugs, that, and it's not the first time I've heard that like these issues with. You know, and it's just crazy that EA, they can't help. Like, they don't, you know, so. They're probably like, we don't know what to do. We're like, yeah, exactly. It's, it's so fucking crazy. Like, I still like a lot of those stupid bugs that people, like, I never noticed it before. But now more than more than ever, I've been noticing a lot of the stupid, like, if you upgrade a player, it'll have the wrong team on his, uh, on, on the little thing. Have, the have, have, yeah. It's always like, been like that. 
it didn't always do it, but I, now I notice it all the time. And I'm like, yeah, that's okay. wrong. And it just like, yeah, there's a lot of things like uh, it sucks, man, like to have to deal with that. Mm -hmm. But like, it's still crazy because it's like one of the only games I know that like people, because of the franchises and stuff, it's basically the people that make it fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's how you you bring more joy. It's a broken experience in a lot of ways. Um, I, mean, I mean, it's. It could be worse. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and be like like, and that's the thing too that people don't understand. Like, um, you know, just talking about it. Like recently, people brought up um, EA was like, we're gonna fix trade logic for um, trades, you know, and like the value of quarterbacks. And then right away after they did the update, people were posting these crazy trades. But then part of me was like, yeah, but like you're never gonna get that down because that's like you can't replicate like the human part of that. And, and certain needs so it's like sometimes i see some people complain and just like you know it's like yeah um i just sometimes it's like i always think like they fuck themselves but also people are never like happy like everyone will still find a way to complain so um how much of but, it do you think is just them not caring because they know people will continue playing? Because you you guys don't stop, you know? You guys are in multiple leagues. I'm sure they see the data of, like, this user is in all these things. You know, how I much think, of it, like, do you think they just don't care? I think the actual developers... But, but, yeah, yeah. yeah but that is the, the actual developers care. I think the issue is the publisher. And then that's written, that's, you know, that, that's EA. I'm sure the developers would love to do more of that stuff, but I think EA for so long has made Mutt the priority, like the ultimate team, the priority and adding stuff to that. And it, it just made it into a situation where it's just like, I, I don't know. Like I just found out recently that, um, and I know it's not as, I'm sure it's not as popular of a game, but like I, I believe NHL, the hockey game, yeah. you can't even do an online franchise, which I was like, what? It's fucking crazy. Like, that seems, and they're just like, yeah, just like, you know, I've seen people on Reddit be like, yeah, can we get an online franchise? Like, the, you know, like they're like, no, because it's going to be as shitty as Madden and we don't want to have to deal with that. <laughs> it's crazy. How so much, like, What what's enough is enough? Like, what is, an, what, it, what could it do for you to stop being like, you know what? I'm not going to waste my time if they're not going to, if they're not going to bother or does it not matter? You get what I'm saying? Like, because you complain about it rightfully so every once in a while about how the leagues are and how oh man this glitch happens to because this guy left it locks this out you know small things maybe nothing that really takes a lot of account of like how much it affects your gameplay but all these little things start adding up let's say when you get into the next madden and everything is still the same when to you guys is enough enough is enough or will it not be because you just want to play madden like the game the game itself is good it sucks that franchise league or whatever isn't well. Fuck it, I'll deal with it. How much is I'm just gonna deal with it, or when is enough? Is, is enough? Well, I, you know, I'd say it probably wouldn't take. Okay, so I would say I probably would have, like I said before, I would have quit if I didn't have a group to play with. Okay. So if I didn't have that already, uh, and a group of committed people that enjoy playing it, I would have quit. Uh, I just it would have been like any other iteration of Madden I would have played it for a little bit and be like yeah, this, is, this does nothing for me yeah. um, it, and that's a lot of people and I think that's what happens is a lot of people still only play Madden against the computer 
there are a lot of people that that's what they want to do so those people i feel bad for because it's like they're more screwed there's nothing you know what i mean like if you what do you mean there's going, nothing there's nothing really to keep them going you know like but like if that's all they that, want to do that's enough for them right it, it can be but i feel like a lot of people stopped i mean like it goes, i was it goes stale after a while yeah oh i get uh, what you're saying they're not the yeah they're not the uh, recurring purchasers of Madden. Exactly. But yeah. since you guys get it for league and currently purchase Madden, they won't fix it because they know you're going to buy it every year. Yeah. This is though the year though where like I mean we, it's hard to talk about that now because such a stink was made about it mm-hmm. that you know there are plans in place to improve the game and you know like I can't say like like don't don't get me wrong the game the game you know we've spoke about this before when it came out it was it was pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's stabilized now. There's still a lot of things to fix. But one thing I also realized too is, again, we're talking AI will never. You can't like a sport as complex, all sports, basketball, baseball, football, hockey, uh, soccer. They're they're com- You can't create an AI. You'll never create an AI that's able to replicate a human like the human element of that game, right? There's nothing you can do about that. You can do other stuff. So like a lot of times I hear people complain like, well, the you know, you know, there, there's certain things that, yeah, like, oh, the, the defense, you know, defenders won't do this and this is annoying. And I was like, I get it. But I mean, I'm sure it's pretty tough. And it's like, I saw someone post this, say this one time and like, I'm not defending them, but I'm just saying like, mm-hmm. a lot of times the people go like, well, why don't you change this? I think a lot of times when people say that, people forget the actual work that goes behind doing something like that where it's like people don't understand like writing code like yeah they'd love to do this but sometimes people don't realize like by fixing that you could be fucking breaking an entire different part of a game especially with like you know and i don't know how they write their code yeah. i mean they, they may be good they may be really bad it could be that that could be a big part but we may not even know that and like that just has a shitty code like their code writing is fucking terrible and that's why it's so hard for them to do things but i mean it yeah. also comes into what you said about like the developers are the ones that would love to spend the time oh, yeah. to fix i it. know they would but the we, we already know and we've talked about a lot on the show is that it's the publisher that holds more of the power so it's like hey we need to fix this okay how long is that going to take and how much money it's like this is how much okay no that's it that's yeah. what it comes down to because yeah. they can and with that work cr- could create other work you know um, and they're not just gonna they're not gonna invest the time so that even you like you talked about this like uh, what two three months ago about that one uh, Developer that was what crying almost because he yeah, was just like or, yeah, he was no he was yeah. the community He was the community guy. Oh, yeah, for the the community guy. yeah, and it's just like that sucks. Yeah, yeah um, But like but even like, even that like man no, no matter what something like men same thing with Fortnite. I Know a ton of kids who play it and fucking mm-hmm. say it sucks. They yeah. hate Fortnite it's a piece of shit. It sucks. They play it because that's all there is. To them, that's all there is out there. That's all the. the that's all um, you know, and there's a there's like just like anything, man. There's like I've learned that there's a large subsection of matted players who literally buy their console and play just that. Yeah, dude. I had I, a, a, a an ex girlfriend's dad only got an xbox and would only buy madden every year and that was that that xbox stayed in his room and it was just madden and that was it and then i'd be like oh cool you got an xbox what do you play he's like madden I'm like, oh anything else he's like nope just madden and i'm like oh, okay 
It was same just as Call of Duty every year, every year. Same as Call of Duty, yeah. Yeah. same as yeah, like every like you know, just that's hey. But it's, hey, I mean, it's a it's a happiness. I gave, I, but like you know, to those people, it's like a. I don't want to say. I don't want to sound like a like a jerk. Sentence, but it's like a blissful ignorance. It's a wonderful thing to be with. Yeah. Okay, like, hey, I'm gonna buy some plays con- all day. They're content, they're content with it. Yeah, it's a great I feel, feeling. I feel. I feel. Yeah. No. I, I. I. I'm jealous too because it's like, man, you can enjoy that one game. And sometimes I can't. I have to have like I can't do like four or five. Yeah, I have a short attention span sometimes, yeah. and sometimes I don't. It just depends. Um, yeah, it's, it's like a. I mean, people that talk shit about like, oh, uh, Call of Duty, you fucking sucks. Same shit over and over. But they go back to it. It's like they go back to it because there's really nothing like it. Like, I mean, yeah. there's other similar games, but there's mm-hmm. nothing that's gonna play like that. Yeah. Madden. There's no fucking other football games that we can play. Yeah, so I mean, it's like yeah, it's the only thing we can play. And there was only ever like, one good NFL blitz, and that's it. And nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like people don't understand. Like there, there, there's a feeling. You know, sports games, competitive games. There's that feeling. Like it doesn't. Sometimes. It, you can have all those issues, man. But like, if you come from behind and win a game, whether it's baseball, basketball, football, uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter. There's that that feeling of accomplishment and joy yeah. that you know it's hard to replicate. And in yeah. that, in a lot of games, in a lot of competitive, even, I'm sure uh, Call of Duty, you're you're down a bad in a, in a game, and somehow you come back and win. Somehow you're just like, oh shit. You know, it's it's a feeling that it's sometimes not a lot of not everything can replicate, and people love that feeling. Yeah. Um, but going back, yeah. So I've been doing that, and you still experimenting with those leagues. But that's that's pretty much it for me. Jesse, what about you, man? So I haven't had that much time this week, but I made time yesterday for two games I've had on hold. One of them I've had I've had on hold for the past five months, five six months, and another one I got recently. And I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> I'm going to try. Last night, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to stream these games. I'm going to play them both. I dusted off the PlayStation VR, plugged it into my PS5. I played The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners for the PlayStation VR. This is a Walking Dead game um, set in New Orleans. But, you know, during the zombie apocalypse, so you go in there. I, I heard good things, so that's why I picked it up. It was on sale one day for like twenty dollars. Oh, twenty dollars, you know, can't lose. Pick it up. Got good reviews. Uh, I did not know how involved this game was gonna be. I thought it was just gonna be like, oh, I kill zombies and whatever. No, you can craft weapons. You can get ammo. You can craft other things. You can kill zombies with like a broken bottle, a shiv knife, whatever. You interact with people around the town that give you quests and those quests are like go over here like I ran into a lady and she goes, "My husband, I I couldn't I couldn't do it. He turned. I can't kill him. Can you ki-, you know, can you kill him for me?" And then you can choose yes or no. I chose, "Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll do it." You had another option that said like, "Yeah, but what do I get out of it?" But I was like, "Nah, I'm not going to be a dick. I'm going to hit yes." I hit yes. And she's like, okay, oh, but can you get my wedding band from him? Like, so I have something as a memento. It's like, okay, cool, I'll do that. But there's so much in that game to do that it was like kind of overwhelming, but also confusing where I was like, how the fuck do I run? Because there I am like kind of going, but I'm like, man, I got to get here faster. Like, why can't I run? I didn't figure that out till the end. But like, it was pretty cool. Like, you use the PlayStation Move controllers and... They're not the most accurate thing in the world, and they don't feel that great. 
most of the times, but when it hits, it's awesome, you know? But playing through it, you know, you can grab the zombie's head. If the zombies come lurking at you, you grab them by the head and you take the shiv or a broken bottle and just like stab and stab through and then pull out and then, you know, throw them on the ground. And sometimes stuff like the shivs break over time. So you can only use them. They have a durability. So I thought that was cool, but they kind of sucked as well. But what I found crazy was that sometimes you can have, like I found a screwdriver. So it seems like screwdrivers have longer durability because I used one for a long time and it didn't wear out. Um, you can hit the, the triangle button and instead of having the screwdriver down, it flipped it up. I was talking to the lady because I ended up dying and I had to redo the mission. I talked to the lady, I flipped up the screwdriver and she's like, whoa, don't, don't be pointing that at me. And I'm like, oh shit. Like I didn't, I didn't even mean to like fucking stab her. And then one time I was, I went to console her cause she was like, oh my husband. She's like, don't touch me. And I'm like, oh fuck. Like she cut her, she cut her dialogue halfway through. Like I had heard her dialogue, her talking. I wasn't expecting that dialogue to cut through, you know, like they did a good job of like making it like immersive and like I was doing things and it, they, they interacted, like they, they reacted to what you did. So I thought that was pretty cool, you know? Anyway, I go, I go to the house. And then it's like, hey, you can climb here to get up into the house. I did the climbing. I'm like, okay, a lot of it felt really good. Killed the husband, got the got the um, the ring, and then you have you can pull your backpack out. So you kind of lift back to pull your backpack out. You have all your stuff, just like a um, fucking Dead by Daylight. You can bandage yourself, but you actually have to go like this to bandage yourself if you're hurt. Like, there's all this stuff, man. It's like. It was crazy. There's so much shit, but it is super overwhelming because they throw all this shit at you. So much that I'm just like, well, what the fuck? How do I run? All it is is double tapping the, the button on the, the move controller. But uh, that was interesting, but I felt it was pretty slow for a stream. You know, I didn't feel it the, when I was streaming and it was that entertaining. But as a game so far, pretty unique use of, of VR and using the move controllers. But even playing through that, I was thinking, fuck, DualSense, whatever controls they're going to have for the next VR, like I could already feel how much more immersive that could be, you know, like the feel of things and textures and stuff like that. But the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, that, that was, um, that was pretty neat. I was, uh, pleasantly surprised by it. There was a good amount of stuff. But yeah, you know, I tried that one. So that was one VR game I had. But the one I had the longest for like the past almost like five, six months was Marvel's Iron Man VR. And that one was actually pretty cool. Very story driven, very character based. And it was pretty neat being Iron Man and like flying around, having to use again the move controllers to kind of depending on how you tilt your hands down. Like uh, levitating, boosting yourself up, uh, certain commands, shooting the repulsor rays, uh, different types of mechanics, punches, uh, put your hand down to like do upgrades. Like that was crazy. Even that game had upgrades for Tony Stark's armor too. Um, a lot of that was was really neat. Um, and I played about an hour, an hour and a half of each one the other night. And you know, you guys know that I get pretty motion sickness when it comes to mm. VR. I yeah. actually, for those almost three hours, not too bad. There was one moment where I was like, oh shit. And I thought I had to kind of like end it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to cut this short. But then I felt a little bit better. I'm like, oh, fuck it. Let's play Iron Man. And then I you know, put on Iron Man. But those were, those were pretty neat. Uh, 
I just kind of sat on those for a while, just not for any reason. I just didn't have the time, and then I just decided, like, oh, I could spend, like, an hour on it, you know? But I spent more yeah. time on it, but it was really cool, and kind of is... I'm now seeing so much limitation of how PSVR has, what it has, but what it's, what it's pulling off in the games that I've played are really cool. I'm looking forward to whatever the next one's going to do, especially with the new controls and everything. Not having to be kind of stuck with the old outdated move controllers because those are ps3 like those are ps3 technology yeah. so but it was really cool man i i, I think you I, I don't know like i i think out of all of out of the two the walking dead saints and sinners was pretty, pretty crazy cool. because how much there was how much it didn't have to be that robust in features but it was and then it kind of like did things that I appreciate. Those little things, like me kind of, you know, the ladies like don't fucking touch me, and I'm like, whoa, that's kind of crazy. But uh, but yeah, I just um played those two games, and also this week, um, you know, I've told you guys this before. I've talked about it on the podcast. I modded a Sega Saturn and uh, added a Terra mode to it, and I finally got uh the after a month of waiting, I got these HD Retrovision cables that kind of make. The picture quality better, more vibrant colors, look better on a on a high def television uh, because I have the retro tink. But again, it's not super like HD quality, but it'll look better than just plugging in like standard, you know, composite yeah. cables. Uh, plug those in. I played a variety of games. Um, oh, super bummer! Hideo Nomo's uh, World Series Baseball. It was just World Series Baseball, and I guess the Japanese version just had Hideo Nomo's name and then, like, flashed his image of a video of him. That was all it was. That's but such with, a... Huh? With, with Japanese teams or is American teams? No, it was, a, it was it was basically World Series Baseball. It, okay. it, was, it was American teams because it was when Hideo ah. Nomo was playing for the Dodgers. So, and then I was bummed because I, I thought it was actually, like, a baseball game made with him, like, in Japan. I wanted to play, like, Japanese baseball teams. And then I, I played it, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be the Dodgers. And I'm like, oh, okay, me against the, the San Diego Padres, you know? You couldn't choose Dodger Stadium or even the Padres Stadium. It, it was only, like, Yankee Stadium and then just, like, the big names. And I'm like, did I choose something wrong? And I'm, I'm like, did I do something wrong? And I don't know if I did, but, like, yeah, there's not every stadium. And I was like, oh, man, that's such a fucking bummer. That's weird. Yeah, it, it's a bummer. Um, it, it's funny, like, it's funny that to, I was just, just for whatever reason, I, it just caught my mind right now. Um like like back in the day they used to do like when they would do localized games for yeah. different regions do you guys remember i had it i don't know whatever <laughs> yeah. happened to this but it was a uh it was a boxing game yeah right i can't remember the name it was for super nintendo i want to say i think it was super nintendo super oh, it was. Oh, what happened super no, bunch not super bunch no but it was uh i can't remember the name of what it was normally but mm -hmm. it was uh ported to Mexico, I believe. Cesar Chavez. Cesar Chavez boxing. Oh yeah. And I got it, and I and it like yeah, and I was I like, and it was because it was very similar to I forgot what game it was. It was a boxing game that was out, but it was like with Chavez and I was like fuck that, and I, I remember getting it, and it was in Spanish, and I was like this is fucking awesome. <laughs> it was awesome at the time. Yeah. So I played more games on uh, the Sega Saturn, dude. Okay, I just had it on there as a joke, and then people were like, hey, play this game. I'm like, all right, it can't be that bad. Space Jam fucking sucks. That game. There's a Space Jam game? There's a Space Jam game for the Sega Saturn, and it fucking sucked. Is it like NBA Jam? 
Not even as good. Is it trying to be like NBA? It's Jam? trying to be like NBA Jam, but between like between quarters, you could play like little mini games, and those are a thousand times worse than that. And then when you really? start off the yeah, when you start off the game, you're Daffy Duck, and then you have to go collect Michael Jordan's uh, like sneakers and his his uh, like his boxer, not his boxers, his you know jersey and all that, his lucky jersey, just like in the movie. But like you have to collect like. 20 sneakers and it's just like hidden in the place and then the dog was I but I don't know it was shitty I was like fuck this game I got pissed I turned it off but one game I always wanted to try um and I played it and I had a really good time with it I remember hearing not a ton about it I just recently really after like looking into the Sega Saturn uh makes me kind of go like fuck man I wish Sega did something with this because it the the idea of it and the concept of it is really cool. Uh, it's called Burning Rangers, and it. I to me when I first saw it, everyone was just like, "Man, this looks like PSO, like Fancy Star Online." And I came to find out that yeah, the artist of Fancy Star Online did the artwork for that before Fancy Star Online happened. So of course it has such a tie to to that look. Yeah. But basically, it's like a futuristic. You're a futuristic firefighter, and you go into a building that is on fire, and things are exploding, and you, you know extinguish the flames and you collect these like crystals and when you have if you have enough crystals you can save the people who are stuck in the fire really cool really fun it, it was a, a pretty unique and simple concept uh it's hard to kind of like it's a 3d game so using a d-pad to move around in a 3d space is a little clunky but not super bad a lot of it was really interesting and i, and I played through it and i was like man this is really cool because i wasn't trying to spend too much time on a game, I just wanted to jump from a game to a game to a game, just to kind of like mess around. But that one I spent a little bit more time on, and I'm like, man, this is really cool. Like, how come Sega didn't really do anything more with this title? And I'm like, man, how? and I looked. I was like, oh, I'm curious. How long does this take to beat? Like, because I want to, I want to actually beat it. And I looked it up on uh, how long to beat. It's like an hour and a two, <laughs> maybe. And I'm like, fuck, that, like it's that short. Like, holy shit. I mean, you can probably elongate it with, like, oh, try to collect er or try to save everybody or whatever. Um, But I was thinking, damn, this thing's, like, just an hour. And I think the game itself is, like, in the triple digits when it comes to, like, if you want to buy it. So it's, like, fuck. But I had a pretty dope-ass opening theme song. But, no, like, you know, there's it's it's cool. Like, the more I've, like, kind of dived into Sega Saturn games, the more it's like uh, there was a ton of unique games for it, a lot of really cool games, and especially stuff in Japan that we didn't get it over here. Um, if the Saturn didn't fuck up so bad, they might have had something that was cool. But if they had prepared a, like a, a good launch, they would have yeah. played done well. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, pretty dope. Uh, has having fun with it. But yeah, that's pretty much all I really did this week, game wise. So we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Come 
Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge has been announced for PC and consoles. It's a four-player co-op side-scrolling brawler developed by members of the Scott Pilgrim vs. The World game team. Inspired by games like 1991's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Turtles in Time, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge offers a classic, pixelated art style and shell-shocking new abilities built in a foundation of classic brawling mechanics. Players will fight through a breathless tour of iconic TMNT locations such as NYC Sewers, Dimension X to Thwart Bebop, Rocksteady, Krang, and Shredder. Shredder's Revenge will be published by Dedemu in association with Nickelodeon as being developed by Tribute Games, whose previous work includes Flinthook and Mercenary Kings Reloaded Edition. Tribute is made up of former Ubisoft employees who worked on beat-em-ups like Scott Pilgrim and the 2007 TMNT hack-and-slash movie tie-in. But yeah, TMNT Shredder's Revenge. What did you guys think? You guys watched it, right? Yeah, it looks cool. I'm... No, it looks dope. Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited. I, I... People that made a uh, Scott Pilgrim, that's fucking cool. Yeah. It gives it a little bit more, uh, I guess, makes makes it more hopeful for it because sometimes like these games are, are aren't great. Yeah. Yeah, especially like it really, especially with last year's Streets of Rage Four. Yeah. They did such a good job with that one that like I don't know I ha- I really like beat 'em ups and like now seeing this one come out I'm I'm excited for that I'm excited for how like yeah. it looks really nice it seems like it's gonna play really well. Um, I had someone tell me, man, uh, someone tell me, like, oh, man, this sucks. I'm like, well, what sucks? And it's like, man, it's only for PC. I'm like, no, PC and consoles. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, oh, okay, which ones? I'm like, I'm pretty sure all of them. It's like, yeah. It's not going to be, it's not just going to be for the Switch. And even if it was for the Switch, tell people yeah. have the Switch. So it doesn't matter. So, yeah, um, TMNT, Shredder's Revenge. I think we all have high hopes for it. Hopefully, it has online co-op on release day. That way, we all can play it together. If you guys have any free time and you're not playing a league game. Oh, yeah. We always make time. I, I mean, I won't try. We play other shit, just. I know. <laughs> the PlayStation 5 is the fastest selling console in U.S. history by dollar sales. But second best selling hardware platform in February 2021, with Nintendo Switch continuing to lead the market. The MPD Group released its monthly report covering best selling consoles, video games, and more for February 2021. In the US, the Nintendo Switch leads the charge as best selling console for the month, with the PS5 behind in second. However, the PS5 did overtake a record previously held by Switch when it became the fastest selling console in the US history after the MPD Group tracked total dollar sales after four months in the market. The Switch unit and dollar sales last month were the highest of any hardware platform in a February since the Nintendo Wii back in February of 2009. Lifetime dollar sales of the Switch passed those of the Nintendo DS last month too, which makes Switch the second best-selling Nintendo console in US track history after the Wii and the seventh best-selling overall. Elsewhere in video game numbers, consumer spending is up in a big way. February 2021 consumer spending across video game hardware, content, and accessories reached February records of $4.6 billion, 35% higher when compared to a year ago. The MPD Group report reads, year-to-date spending total is $9.3 billion, 39% higher than the same period in 2020. Monthly sales of hardware increased by 121% this February compared to last February for a total of $406 million, which is the highest total since February 2011, when video game spending reached $468 million. 
On the software side of things, Super Mario 3D World's plus Bowser's Furies took first place as the best-selling game of February 2021 in the U.S. and is also the second best-selling game of 2021, despite a lack of digital sales tracking for Nintendo games according to the MPD Group. Video game accessory spending reached $195 million in February 2021 in the U.S., which is 41% higher than last February, and the PlayStation 5's DualSense controller was the accessory with the most dollar sales for the month. What do you guys think of these MPD sales? I think I bought an extra dual uh, sense controller for nothing because the battery life on the dual sense is pretty damn good. And now I have an extra one that I haven't even opened yet. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Beto's not having a good, good battery life with his dual sense. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I need to buy another one so I can fucking have one to play with all, at, at all times because my, my I, I guess I got a faulty one because. It, 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 it drains pretty quick. Maybe that's why. Maybe there's a huge percentage of people having faulty ones. That's why the DualSense is selling so many. Because I'm hearing different things from a lot of people. So Beto, I've heard, you know, the battery doesn't last that long. Other people, after a while, the, the triggers stop working or don't have the tension like they used to. So far, I'm good on both yeah, battery and triggers. Yeah. Which I'm not. I'm not saying that those other things aren't really happening because I have heard complaints from other people of certain things happening with their DualSense controllers. So that sucks. Probably it's. Uh, I should probably just go buy one and then be like, "Oh, this thing don't work." Do it. Do it. Do it. Keep it. Do it. So PlayStation Five being the fastest selling console in U.S. history by dollar sales. What do you guys think of that? Yeah, it's. I'm not surprised. I can't. You know what I mean? Like how <laughs> how it went down, everything. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I can't say at all that it was it was surprising <clears throat> in the least bit. No, like I'm just saying that it just made me feel like uh, every time I see this, uh, it just makes me feel stupid for <laughs> for doubting. Yeah, how it was gonna go. Was me like, too. I was just like, hey, they should I'm do. Like, it can't always be right, right. I didn't doubt you guys when you guys said like. Everything because of the pandemic. These consoles, they should they just just wait another year. I was I didn't disagree with you guys. My stance was like they can't, right? And you know, again, even if they did, let's say they did push it a year, I still think they would have sold well, right? But we live in this one where we know they're doing really well. So. I didn't, I didn't think it was a stupid... Like, even I was just like, fuck, I don't know what's going to happen, man. Like, I'm going to buy them, but what yeah, if I can't I mean, afford it? You know, we didn't know. Thinking back, too, like, it's it makes sense that it's sold so much. Like, shit was... Dude, fucking Guitar Hero sets were just so hard to find. Like, people were just fucking itching oh, yeah. to play. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's true. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, Engadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. You've been listening to 3PC News. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.
very interesting thing happened. The Microsoft Bethesda merger Xenomax thing has been certified. It has been made one. Bethesda is now officially part of Xbox, Microsoft Studios, all that jive. And this was the press release announcing it. Microsoft will continue to invest in Bethesda software games that exist or have a legacy on other platforms. But the goal of Microsoft's acquisition of the company is to deliver great exclusive games on platforms where Xbox Game Pass exists. Head of Xbox Phil Spencer said during the Bethesda Join Xbox Roundtable event, I listened to podcasts, which there he was talking about ours, and yeah. all the questions, so I'm gonna try to be as clear as I can because that's what I, I just think is fair, Spencer said. So obviously I can't sit here and say every Bethesda game is exclusive because we know that's not true. There's contractual obligations that we're going to see through as we always do in every one of these instances. We have games that exist on other platforms and we're going to go support those games on platforms they're on. They're communities of players. We love those communities and we'll continue to invest in them. And even in the future, there might be things that are either contractual things or a legacy on different platforms that we'll, we'll go do. But if you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is this is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. And that's our goal. That's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership that we're building and creative compatibility we will be able to bring to the market for our Xbox customers is going to be the best it's ever been on Xbox after we're done here. Microsoft completed its acquisition of Bethesda Softworks parent company Zen Zenimax Media on March 9th. What do you guys think? Uh, it's it's a fun, it's a game changer. I, I really do believe that, and I know Bethesda doesn't have the best um, the best uh, reputation right now, but it's still a pretty big. It's like just for the catalog, especially. And again, I know I always bring it up, but Game Pass wise, like what they can do with that and just stuff going forward it's it's a big deal man like that's a big thing now i know that they in their little announcement they made the they talked about adding um some games to game pass and most of those games were nothing yeah actually when you look at it i was like yeah i guess doom 1 2 3 64 i mean that's cool but it wasn't anything big a lot of those games were either already given free on xbox live gold or if you were yeah, a PlayStation Plus saying. member. And don't get me wrong, they're great games, but when I saw them, I'm like, I either already own these or got them for free. I actually never played the, the, the second Wolfenstein, so that's kind of cool. But, like, okay. yeah, it's true. So most of those games you can already kind of access. But it's good to have. Like, yeah, And then, yeah. like, some of them are, like, Morrowind. Like, Morrowind, like, I, I'm probably not going to go back and play something that old, even mm -hmm. though I, I've heard it's really good. But it's, like, but it's cool. Like, I, I, I get it. Mm -hmm. Um but still, like, I look at that as just like it's 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 thinking. They're, in my opinion, they are thinking in terms of the future. Yeah. Um, these are all IPs. They have now basically control of IPs that people like. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I, like I'm like, if you have Game Pass right now and you haven't played Doom or Doom Jump Eternal, yeah, you need to. Yeah, it's a fucking great games, yeah. man. Uh, and and there's a lot and there's other stuff too. So it's like you know, like you know, it's, uh, it's for for Microsoft right now. 
in just what they have, their portfolio, what they can bring to the future. The Bethesda purchase was, the ZeniMax purchase was, uh, it's a great move. Yeah. You know, now could it fail? Like, could they could they just release garbage? Of course. Yeah. But like, you know, it's still like right now the way you're thinking about it. No, it's a good move. The way this press conference was, and I did watch it. I'll I'll explain a little bit more how I felt about it. But with what um, Phil Spencer said, I like him. I think we're all in agreement that I like Phil Spencer. I think he, out of everything, everyone in Xbox, he's the more genuine person and yeah. someone that when he speaks about something, I don't feel he's a, yes, he's working for this company. He's a corporate figurehead. Understand that. But at least I don't feel like he's fucking shoving shit in my face just to be a fucking like, oh, this is the greatest. You know, he's, he's not like buttering it up. Not like a God, Todd Howard from Bethesda. That guy, I just want to, Smack his little face around. He's just a little. <laughs> yeah, he just, he just even even in this. He was in this round table. He was saying shit where I was just like, "Fuck, dude, I don't, I don't, I can't like take you serious anymore. You're just a figure. Like, you're just a corporate man. You're not a. Yeah, you were a developer and you made games, but like now you're the business. It's like you're the business side now. You went, yeah. you you crossed over to the dark side. And for me, I could be a, a hundred, a thousand percent wrong about Phil Spencer, but. I feel like he still has that, like, no, we want to make good stuff. He's still a corporate guy. I understand that, you know? They're all about making money. But at least with him, he doesn't make me feel like he's lying, you know? I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, uh, I, w- with what he says, like, gives me more confidence in this acquisition. Because my biggest thing was, like... I really want Microsoft to do well. Like I want them to fucking kick ass. Uh, and and I was like, no, make everything exclusive. But with how he said it, I do feel like what he's saying is like, oh yeah, what he means by by games for other platforms or or contractual obligations. It's like, oh yeah, Indiana Jones is gonna be for every platform because they're not like, you can't have that license tied to one console. That license needs to be sold to to whatever platform you can have it on. But stuff like you know fallout or wolfenstein i could see those being exclusive or being exclusive for like a year thing you know it's on xbox first for the first year and then you get it on playstation uh what i want from bethesda is bethesda to have the time to actually like make a game for this platform and then farm out the third party ports or the second ports for the other consoles um just to have good games i don't know after watching this round table the only negative i got from it besides um todd howard was what what it's funny when you say it like that i don't like i don't i know i know i know i I just don't think the way you say it is like the only only negative is is no is here's the thing the one thing i thought about like a couple weeks ago is like okay you know what i like that microsoft bought bethesda that's a good move good on them i'm i don't hate it I was like, oh, but thank God. No more fucking Bethesda conferences and people going, woo, in the audience. And they're, they're like, pitches of just, like, we love our community and look how much they love us. So since you love us, you're going to buy whatever fucking game we make. And this roundtable, besides the yelling person, was all, oh, here's our little two-minute video of, like, we love our fans and look at all the stuff they love about us and their reaction videos and all this. And I'm like, 
oh, fuck, we're going to get the yelling guy back, aren't we? Like, they're still going to do I think they're still going to. Bethesda's going to have their own key event. I, I think they'll be a part of Microsoft, but I think they're oh, going to yeah, do yeah, a Yeah, yeah, that's how it's going to go. Yeah, they're going to do their own thing. And I'm just like, damn it. So I don't think Bethesda's going to change. Because the I don't like Bethesda. I like the people. Like, we were talking earlier about men. I like the developers. Them I like. Bethesda as a company, Todd Howard, I don't like... How they fucking try to butter up their audience and like, hey, hey, we don't, hey, trust us. Remember, remember we love you? We showed your 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 cosplay on our video and we say we're all family. We all love each other. And then what do they do? Here's Fallout 76. It's all shit. You're going to buy it for $60. Oh, wait, you want more? Well, we're going to take like almost two or three years to give you a, an actual game. And by that time, it's like, what? Oh, but we kept our promise. We got our shit. Like, but you know, we felt like we can just farm out this bullshit and you'll eat it up, which you did. And then we, you know, we won't get shit. We're not the bad guy. And you know what? We're going to make a joke about it and we're going to laugh it off. It's like, I don't, you know, they're a company. They're going to make games. And that's the thing. It's like, okay. It's like Bethesda and like Ubisoft are in that realm for me where I'm just like, I don't care to play any other games really. But, but the developers people who develop freaking doom you know i like their games so far they've not made anything that like i feel yeah they're tied doom. to bethesda but whatever uh the evil within the evil within you know is another? yeah you know no, no, like like you're you're yeah you're getting some you're, you're definitely getting uh, developers you're getting some stuff in there that aren't you know and I'm sure the develop, you know, like Bethesda, like the, I'm sure the developers care, you know. Yeah. Like oh them, no, they, they care. care. Yeah. It's yeah. it's. But you're getting IPs and you're getting developers, not associated with, you know, like the normal like Bethesda works, like their their, their software works. Yeah. That are creating good ass games and and are legitimate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like you, you take the bad. Of course, you always take the bad with the good, but there's a lot of good coming out of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's. And this is what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's bad that they talk about their fans. I'm not saying they talk about like, hey, this is the cosplay they do or their reaction videos. I'm not saying that that it's bad that they care. I'm, I know that the people who are working on these games love that they have fans that are making cosplay, care about the characters they create, the world they create. But I'm looking at it as the corporate side of Bethesda going, oh man, we're going to butter them up. And make them love us and never doubt. I'm looking at the shady, dark side of it. Like, n- the unhonest version of it, you know? Like, they're trying to make themselves look like, hey, we're cool because we're, 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 we like you. And, yeah, there are people in Bethesda and these companies who love their audience. I just feel like it's so forced. It's fake. It's fake. Not that they don't care. I'm saying what they pr- they're putting out is a fakeness. Do you get what I'm saying? Why are you smiling? Yeah, no, I, no, no, I get, no, I, no, I get, no, I get what you're saying. I, do. I just, I just, I see. It's like I see behind the curtain, and I, and I, and like that's why sometimes it's like, look, if you're listening to this podcast, thank you for listening. And and sometimes we're, you know, we we talk about stuff like right now. I'm talking about like fuck the corporate side of Bethesda, Ubisoft. I don't fucking like them. I freaking don't like David Cage games, but if you love Assassin's Creed, if you love David Cage games, if you love Bethesda, that's cool. That's awesome. My problem is I hate how fake they all can be. I hate how David Cage is so full of himself. 
I just don't like that shit. And I see behind the curtain. Sometimes I wish I could, I don't care. And I could just love everything. You know, I could just like consume everything and not care about how shitty these companies are to their employees, how freaking much they like fire people. And all. I wish I didn't know that shit. I wish I didn't know the shitty versions of video game companies or video games in general, but you wish you never saw how the sausage was made pretty much but i could still and then you might think like then why do you like video games i like what people put into them people the hard work you know people put into it the love and compassion they have of it i just hate the corporate side of it that tries to feed off that from their consumers it tries to manipulate their audience you know i see it sometimes and i hate it you know i try to you know I try to push back from a lot of that stuff too. I'm not perfect, you know? I love Kojima, but dude, I'll be the first one. Like if there's something I don't like, I've done it on this podcast. If there's something I don't like, I will say it even to my favorite freaking creators or company. But like, sometimes I'm not perfect. You know, I, I, I eat the sausage too. But like, I just I just hate that sometimes, especially with Bethesda and Ubisoft the most, man. I just don't like Assassin's Creed. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. What what else you guys think Assassin's about Assassin's Creed has it's Dude. unfortunate because Assassin's Creed has got has like it has so much potential. Mm-hmm. It is so like what pisses it's me off. Right? I'm gonna jump it on is. this real quick. I'm gonna jump on this real quick. Assassin's Creed it has so much potential. Great open worlds, great looking games, and a lot of the times great combat. They never evolve. Shit. Their stories are convoluted yeah, crap. It's the same thing. And this is coming yeah, from someone who loves shit. Kojima games. And sometimes Metal Gear <laughs> could be convoluted bullshit. But sometimes, hey, it could be consistent though. You know? But I understand when people love Assassin's Creed. And I yeah, go Kojima's, like, man, that's Kojima's awesome. Toilet, real quick. Huh. Kojima is consistent because Kojima's shit is consistently batshit crazy. Yep. But it's consistent. Yeah. Don't give it that much. Yeah. You know, but like, I don't know, man. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if anything, I like Assassin's Creed 2. Never finished it, but that's the one where I could say I like that one a lot. Yeah, that was the only one I ever finished. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It, it's just, it, yeah, I just, I don't know. Every time, and the thing is that sucks is like, every time a new one comes out, I see uh, it's always like a portion of, uh, of review sites that are like, oh man, it's really changed. It's like, oh, yo, it's really good. And then, but then you also see like a good portion of them go like, yeah, it's still the same <laughs> like stuff. Yeah. And it's always like, for me, it's always like that. Like, like until I see a hundred percent of sites be like, no, they've actually changed it. Mm-hmm. I don't buy it. I just yeah. can't buy it. I can't, I can't, you know, like I've yeah. played, I played two, I played three, I played four. I played a, I played a shitload of them. Mm-hmm. And after a while it was like, yeah, I'm playing them. And you know, there are moments of fun in those games. There are definitely like good moments, but I feel like that game, that and now, what has become a Far Cry, is the the Ubisoft problem of of games, man. Like where it's just like, fuck, dude, they put so much shit in, and it's like, yeah, I get good moments, but then I get like, I'll have like three great moments, but ten good moments, ten moments are just filler, and I'm like, dude, yeah. that, just, that sucks. I mean, even Ubisoft 2 does the thing where it's just like, what, you uh, Assassin's Creed was a, a spin, not a spin-off, but like 
a thing taken from Prince of Persia because it wasn't going to be called like Prince of Persia Assassin's Creed, but then they just decided to make Assassin's Creed. And then Assassin's Creed, they oh, they take that formula of Assassin's Creed and throw it on freaking like Watch Dogs. And Watch Dogs is just more of a futuristic, like Watch Dogs is different. Don't get me wrong. But that open world, like let's just throw a ton of shit. They always, what's up? Similar formula. S similar formula. Again, Watch Dogs is different. I know it is, but I'm just saying like it, it, it's so repetitive and so similar that to me, when I look at a Ubisoft game, that's an open world. I just see those games in them, you know? I, I, yeah change the camera angle change it to first person do whatever i just see the same thing you know not every ubisoft game i'm just saying um but yeah I don't know. i'm sorry i got an attended on, on ubisoft yeah, i mean you could you could say that about the uh, the hitman games i played the all three hitman games that they've made on the ps4 and this most recent one the third one it's all the same thing they don't change shit you can play three if you played one i'm sorry if you played three and then that's all you played you could jump on one and it'll be the same exact control scheme. It'll be exactly the same. It plays the same exact way, but it's just, it's just different shit that you can do. Yeah. But here's the thing though, with Hitman, you can kill someone with a banana. <laughs> no, I did see, uh, I saw a video. But, 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 you can no. use a, no, just, I, you can use a, like a, like a grape smashing machine to like, kill like someone put this thing i think it's from the new hitman and i don't know anything about the game but i just saw like someone like stunned or tranquilized all the people on a level and put them in this they, he, they put them all in this grape smashing machine like it's an industrial <laughs> wine thing and they fucking hit the machine and it crushes them all and i was like and i, and I think it took forever like to get everyone like drank <laughs> and put in there and it was, i was like that's pretty impressive yeah I, I think in a lot of the times like i understand like games like we're talking about how assassin's creed is like super repetitive and stuff but again i'm saying like if you dig it that's awesome yeah, cool. i'm not like that's the thing yeah, for a lot of people game. that's like oh dude this is still fun though and i'm like i'm not gonna try to take that away and tell you no because it's just not yeah, for me and if you're having fun, fuck yeah, dude. Who cares? If you're having fun, that's all that matters, you know? Yeah, yeah. they were. No, more than anything, it's like I feel. I feel uh, it's uh, envy because yeah. I see the games and they look fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, they look fantastic, and I would love to play that and and, and like really appreciate it. But I just I can't anymore. Yeah, I can't, I can't anymore. Um, it just got to that point where like, you know, it's just like, you know, and each iteration comes out and I'm always like, fuck, oh, these things look really, really nice. Mm -hmm. But yeah, man, I just, it's not for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that just, that just brings it like all the way back to Bethesda is just like, I, I don't know. I just, they have different, they have different titles and the, you know, they, things are unique, but I don't know the, the company side of it, like. I'd give them this much though. Like I saw all the stuff that they put out. Like they're gonna put on Game Pass, and mm -hmm. like uh, an example of a game that I wouldn't normally play. But I'm like, now that it's on Game Pass, I'm like, oh, try this. Prey. Prey was one I've heard like mixed up about. Then the remake of Prey was like people were like, yeah. Some people, but like a lot of people were like, that's pretty good. And it's like, yeah. yeah now that it's there, oh, I would give it a shot. I'm curious to see if Indiana Jones goes to Game Pass. You never know. Yeah, I'm just wondering. The only reason I say, I'm pretty sure, like, it will be. But the only reason why I think, like, it might not is just says that Disney license. But then again, I don't True. think Disney will care if they're going to get their money anyway. I don't know. Any any other 
anything you want to talk about with the Bethesda acquisition on thoughts, comments, concerns whatsoever? No, I, I just I'm really looking forward to uh, I'm I, I'm actually you know with, with everything said and yeah we know that there's there's um, a lot of you know there's definitely negatives that could possibly happen and everything like that but I'm looking forward to it because I mean it's like you know for a long time we all blamed Microsoft for not really doing anything with you know developers they weren't really coming out with a whole lot of stuff mm-hmm. they weren't they didn't look you know like like on the Xbox, you know, when you look at Xbox, um, Xbox One, they were just like, you know, like the few new things they had all got canceled. And it was like, yeah, they're just a third. They basically became a third party machine. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all they were good for. And now you've seen them take up all these purchase, all these developers. That really makes you think like, yeah, they're looking towards the future. And I hope that's legitimate. And whether it's, you know, you know, whether it's just to bolster Game Pass or to just sell games, it's a good thing, you know? And, yeah. You know, I want to see, and like, I see stuff like, like when I see everything, I want to see from them too. And I know they're, you know, partially going to do it, but I want to see more of like, yeah, fuck it, man. I want to see like games that are like Sony, Sony Studio games now are going to be coming on to Xbox. I want to see Xbox, some of the Xbox shit come on to PlayStation and just, just, you know, at this point, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like you have a console, you sell it, to the best of its ability but like you know there's all these games man it's like i like the idea of like an xbox a game that would be normally exclusive to xbox possibly coming to sony Mm -hmm. and i like the idea of like something like the show which in the show's case makes total sense you know it's the only baseball game in town put it on xbox why not it's gonna sell Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like you know, and then like be like, yeah, crossplay, cross that, everything. That's soon, right? That's coming out. Yeah, soon, it's, right? it's really soon. I'm not into baseball, but it even excites me. I would yeah. be like, I might, yeah. I would consider it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's cool. Yeah, like imagine like, yeah. having like Forza on the PS5. That'd be fucking cool. Like, yeah, I don't An know, actual so, like, good-looking nah, racing you, game. No, so, so <laughs> you know, like you know, I'd be, a game I'd that be doesn't take Sony would years. be Sony would be little bitches about that because of Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I wouldn't be surprised if, I don't know, I forget the director's name of Gran Turismo, him being, like, uh-uh. So offended by no, that. No, no, yeah. And I don't think every title, like, I don't want to see every title go, like, like, you know, they should, I mean, I think both both companies should have titles where they're like, yeah, like, Halo, right? Yeah. If Halo shows question. up on the Switch, I'm rioting. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, like, stuff like that, like, no, no, have your exclusive, but also that was just a joke, don't be afraid. But don't be afraid of putting some of those titles, you know, and and you're gonna see that because you know yeah. Bethesda, just the Bethesda thing alone, like you said with the existing contracts, mm-hmm. like if there's a game that has an existing contract that releases on PlayStation and sells like crazy, mm-hmm. Microsoft's gonna be like, oh yeah, we're doing the next one there too. You know what I mean? There's no yeah. way they're not gonna do that, yeah. and that's just good for everyone. Like you know, you know, I I just think it's not a it's a it's it's beneficial to all you know it adds you know and and just like again like the whole, the whole idea of like playability and just be like hey let's do this yeah Todd Howard should get fired now <laughs> now all right yeah well that's gonna be it for this week if 
you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. It's Third Party Control Podcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with Beto Sparza and Gentleman Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. But yeah, dude, I, feel- I, can't, I can't even sneeze. Really? Oh, I bet you that fucking hurt. Yeah. yeah. I dude, I, dude, I can't even fart. I used to, And that's your favorite uh, thing to do. Dude, I love farting. I fart in. At that time I would dread sneezing. <laughs> yeah. I dude. dreaded sneezing. And I, I love sneezing too. Cause it gets my nipples hard. <laughs> Cause the chill, you didn't get the chill. <laughs> I'm sorry, I should have said it because it gives me chills. <laughs>